0: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Monday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. We will talk to the Bengals place kicker, Evan McPherson. He doesn't miss. His nickname is Money Mac. We got a couple other nicknames to run by him. He'll join us coming up. Also, Carson Palmer, former NFL quarterback. His Monday pit stop as well. It's no secret the Rams are all in. They haven't made a first-round draft pick since 2014, and they traded... For uh, Matthew Stafford and Von Miller and Sony Michelle, they signed Odell Beckham Jr. Those uh, that came mid-season and those moves paid dividends on Sunday, knocking out Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. The Rams dominated in all phases of the game, but they had four fumbles, and that opened the door for the Buccaneers. Uh, Miller had a crucial strip sack. Stafford made some great throws in the fourth quarter, and the win lifts a certain amount of pressure, I would think, off the uh, front office. You know they took big swings in the off season, and now they got the Niners coming in. The Niners have already beaten the Rams twice this season. But if the Rams can clean up that fumbling issue, they have the makings of a team that nobody wants to see in the championship game because you have players who make plays. You've got defensive players who make plays, and then you have Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, Odell Beckham and Cam Akers when he's holding on to the football. But uh, the Rams certainly will be uh, a tough out for the Niners to try to beat them three times in one year. Uh, I want to play the ending of the Bengals game against the Titans, and uh, this is how it sounded on the Bengals radio network.
1: Clark Harris will snap it back to Kevin Huber for the win. The snap, the put down, the swing of the right leg. It's on its way. It is good! off
0: nails. Bam, bam, bam. That is unbelievable. 54 and 52 at the gun. That is unrealism right there. Well, here's Joe Burrow on Evan McPherson, his, uh, his uh, kicker. So he was talking to Brandon as he was going out to kick.
2: He gave a little warm-up swing, and he said, ah, looks like we're going to the AFC Championship right before he went out there to kick it. And when you have a kicker, I mean, we knew exactly what we had as soon as he walked into the building and camp, and we just saw how he carried himself.
0: Let's bring in Evan McPherson, the Bengals' rookie kicker, the 52-yard game winner. Feeling pretty confident there on the sideline before that kick, Evan?
2: I would say I was, um, and I think that's probably one of the most important things as a kicker to have is confidence. Um, so just to challenge myself with something like that uh, was was big for me, and just to know, you know, going out there that I had confidence in myself, and my teammates had confidence in me to uh, to go out there and hit it.
0: All right. So how did you say it to Burrow that uh, I guess we're going to the AFC title game, or the other guys <laughs> on this island? How did you? How did it come out?
2: Well, it, it kind of came about just because I was I just taken my last warm up kick into the net, and me and Brandon Allen were standing by the heater. And he was just kind of telling me, you know, you got this. Um, you're going to make it, all this stuff. And and so Joe, um, you know, runs to the right, uh, falls down. We take a timeout. And I'm kind of walking to the field. And I turn to Brandon. And I'm like, well, looks like we're going to the AFC championship again. <laughs> Because I mean I didn't want to go into overtime, honestly. I think our team deserves, you know, to to end it here, to not play more football, kind of get rest and and kind of get ready for the next game. And so that I could that's the least I could do for,
0: for... <laughs> You're such a nice guy. You know, the generosity there that you want to make sure you're you, you know the starters don't play any more than they need to. Let me go out and end this thing. Do you watch the kick go through?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I did not personally. Uh I watched it, I would say Probably in halfway. And then at the halfway point, I mean, the way the ball was flying and the way it felt off my foot, I kind of knew uh, that I was probably going through. But obviously, the Clark Harris and Kevin Huber, Sapper and Holder, they watched it a little longer than I did, you know, just to make sure it didn't hit the quick left turn at the end like it did in, in Green Bay.
0: What is the pre snap routine for you?
2: Uh, I mean, pre-snap routine. Whenever I uh, when I jog out into the field, is you know we kind of get the spot on the ground, and I kind of have a word with Kevin. I'm like, you know, let's let's it's one kick. You know, let's just put a good hit on it and uh, just start on the right line. It's going to go through. And so, you know, me and Kevin, we probably have like a little conversation there, um, and take my steps back and probably two deep breaths uh, right before I kick the ball, and that's kind of what I do.
0: Any defenders yelling at
2: you at that moment? Uh, Not that I could hear. Um, I think Clark and the whole line could probably tell you a lot more than I could. Do you care if you're, you know, frozen? You know, they freeze you as you get ready to kick? Uh, No, not really. I think uh, sometimes I think it could be an advantage because, you know, uh, kickers typically, if we hear a whistle, we know we get like a practice kick. And so it's kind of like a mulligan in golf. Let's say you have your practice kick, you miss it. Um, you get to come back and you know kind of learn from that miss, or you make it. You're going to do the same thing the next kick, and so I think it's honestly it could help a kicker more than it could hurt him. What's
0: the dist- distance that you would tell coach? I'm good from here. Like how f- how how far back can we go?
2: I think going that way um, in that situation, I think I think uh, Coach Simmons probably would have been comfortable from he probably would have been comfortable for like 57, but I think I probably would have been comfortable from about 60. I uh, just kind of last play of the game, um, kind of just go for it. I think probably around 60 yards because we were kind of going into a win there, just a, just a slight win.
0: I'm looking at the numbers here. I mean, these are, these are impressive. You've had 11 field goals of 50 yards or more, most by any kicker in a single year yeah. all time. You also are 18 for 18 on the road this year. And I think your only miss was an extra point on the road. Does that sound right? That's correct. How the hell did you miss the extra point?
2: I I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I could tell you technically what I did wrong. I kind of dropped the right shoulder, left my hips open, and kind of pushed it out right. But, yeah, that, that one hurt because it was in the Vegas game, and, you know, I just came off hitting – 350 yard field goals and then a 48 or a 350 yard field goals i had a 48 yard earlier in that game too um and to miss that pat it really hurt me and, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I, from that point on i was like man this is the worst feeling ever i i think just going into it uh just so i feel like people overthink pats a lot and so just you know coming back and just being like you know it's a pat come on like y- you're not supposed to miss those and just kind of locking in on those again so i that one hurt for sure
0: you're from alabama did alabama recruit you
2: they they kind of did uh as a punter and it, what was funny because jk scott was on his way out at the time and i had their coach kind of weird dming back and forth and he's saying you know jk's leaving this spot's going to open up is this something you'd like to pursue and at the time, I was like, at the, I knew I didn't want to punt in college. I knew I wanted to kick field goals. And so they never really looked at me for, for, to be a field goal kicker, just kind of as a punter. So I'd say no. Did you leave, you left school early to go pro, right? Mm-hmm. I did. That, that, that
0: normally doesn't happen with kickers. Yeah. Well-
2: Yeah, for me, uh, the way I kind of thought about it is, you know, I'm doing the same thing here as I was in college. And some people might think it's actually easier in the NFL just because the hashes are moved in. But I guess the stage is brighter. Um, But I would say, I mean, I'm I'm doing exactly what I was doing in college. I'm kind of just getting paid for it now. And I tell you what, I'm having a lot more fun right now than I really ever have. So.
0: Why do they make it tougher on college kickers with the hash marks? I, don't, I never understood that.
2: <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not really sure why they do it. Um, I don't know the, uh, I guess, the stories behind the hashes and why they're wider in high school and then in college than the NFL. I'm not, honestly, I'm not really sure, but um, I can tell you, honestly. Uh, Money Mac, that's your nickname? Like I tell people they can call me whatever they want. Um, Evan's fine if you want to call me Evan, Money Mag, Shooter, whatever. Shooter. Um, you ever heard that one? No, like well, Shooter, I, Shooter McGavin from uh, like Shooter McGavin, but so Clark Harris, our snapper, actually came up with that one. Um, it was Shooter McPherson. I think that was after the Kansas City game. <laughs> and it was funny because I was in the car with Kevin, our the punter, after the game. And he was telling me about the nickname. And I was like, oh, so it's like um, kickoff for show, field goals for dough. Okay. All right. Drive for show, putt for dough. Yeah. I like that. I like Uh, kickoff for show, field goals for dough. McFearless. That one's uh, unique. I I do like that one. Uh, How about uh, Kick Fearson? Kick Fearson. Again, I think it's along the same lines as. fearless or whatever you just, but yeah, I okay. don't like it.
0: All right. I'm just, I'm, you know, we're workshopping this. Right. I got it. Yeah. Yep. I mean, <laughs> I, I kind of like kick Fearson. Okay. I, yeah. I mean, but I'd, I'd have to have your approval to go with it. I, if you want to stay with shooter, we'll stay
2: with shooter. Like I said, you, you can call me whatever you want to call me. I'm fine with it. Okay. Whatever you like the most, you can just kind of roll with it.
0: Are you checking the weather forecast in Kansas City?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, that's, we, we looked at that um, probably before um, the Tennessee game. So, we just had an idea of, you know, what the weather was going to be like either in Buffalo or, or Kansas City if we were to win. Um, and so, I think it's supposed to be around 35, 35 to 40 degrees. It's actually supposed to be a pretty nice day. Um, winds are minimal, I think. And that's kind of rare for Kansas City, I know.
0: Well congrats so far. Uh you know rookies aren't supposed to be doing this and you're not old enough to know all of the hardship that Bengal fans have had for decades in Cincinnati. So, you know, Joe comes in, makes it look easy, Jamar comes in, makes it look easy, you too. So, congrats. Uh a lot of fun and good luck in Kansas City.
2: Yeah, no, thank you so much and you know, we're going to go we're going to go out there and you know, give them our best shot and hopefully take a nice trip to uh to California after this week. Do you think
0: that there could be a moment where you turn to somebody and you say, "Looks like we're going to the Super
2: Bowl before you go out and kick?" Uh, if it comes down to a kick, um, or a game-winning field goal, you know, I'll make sure to say it just to, you know, challenge myself even more. And you know, this is what I want for this organization is to go to the Super Bowl and, you know, hopefully win it. And so if it comes down to a field goal, you know, just know I'm gonna they're going to Have my best effort, and uh, you know I'm going to go out there with all intentions on making it.
0: Congrats and uh, good luck in Kansas City, Evan. Yep, thank you. That's uh, Evan McPherson, the Bengals kicker. Shoots, shooter, shooter. (laughs) I'm thinking shooter McGavin, Happy Gilmore, McFearless, Evan Kickferson. You want to have your kicker be confident. I love that, that he just turns to look like we're going to the AFC title game. What a legend. (laughs) That's good stuff. Uh, Best and worst of the weekend. A couple of phone calls, and we'll take a break. Carson Palmer is going to join us see what he thinks about Tom Brady's future, Aaron Rodgers' future as well. Al in Atlanta. Hi, Al. What's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan.
1: Best of the weekend is the OG ref not taking any lip from Brady and giving him his first unsportsmanlike conduct. And worse was Al Michaels. Did somebody bet him that he couldn't say reference twenty eight to three twenty eight times? He just kept going back to the well. Uh, I know. Well, no, he was trying
0: to keep you. He was trying to keep the audience. Thank you, Al. He was, Oh, he just reminding you that it's Tom Brady. But he did have one of those. Bra- he he had almost um, a, a Tony Romo moment. Al was like Brady, and I went, Oh, okay. Borrowing from Romo's playbook there. Brady. Scott in Indiana. Hi, Scott. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. 62180.
1: <laughs> Best of the weekend was awesome weekend of NFL football. Worst of the weekend would definitely have to be not enough NFL football. But when you're uh, workshopping names from last week with uh, Joe
0: Burrow I had a couple you had uh Mojo Burrow or Ice Cold Joe. Yeah have a good one. All right, thank and you. Welcome back, Fritzy. All right, Thank you, Scott. Yeah, we, we can't do, do Joe cool. Mm-hmm. We're not allowed to do that. All right. That's that's Joe Montana's.
3: Yeah, Paul. Yeah, the same thing bothered me. Tom Terrific is Tom Seaver, the pitcher, right, Dan? I mean,
0: yeah, well, Brady tried to trademark Tom Terrific, and I'm like, well, it's slow your roll here, we, Tom. You we, can't have everything. You took Tampa Bay from us.
3: Right. We got to be more inventive. You can't just give him an easy
0: nickname from a, a great Tom Seaver's an all time great. Yes. Yes. Tom Terrific. Come on. Yeah. Brady trying to muscle in and take everybody's nicknames here. It's not all yours, Tom. Yeah. Right? It's my world, and you just live in it. <laughs> Tomorrow. Oh. Yeah, I own that too. Oh. <laughs> Tomato sauce—that's <laughs> mine too. Okay, yep. trademarked it. Uh, oh no, no,
3: we came up with it. His name is Tom. He likes pasta. Yeah,
0: yeah. Tomato sauce. <laughs> the law firm of Leventhal and—yeah, we don't want to hear from them again cease and desist like you don't even eat tomatoes anymore tom oh yes that's oh, right yeah tomato. nightshades or whatever they are all right we'll take a break more phone calls coming up carson palmer will join us next year on the Dan patrick show m drive boost and burn daily supplement for driven guys helps you shed the holiday weight and gives you the energy you need to crush your fitness goals no matter what your age is this is why it's really important Because we always have those New Year's resolutions. We have those goals that we start the year with. Make one small change. And that's M-Drive Boost and Burn. Small change you make every morning. You start your day off right. M-Drive, free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee, nothing to lose. Find it at Walgreens, Rite Aid, Vitamin Shop. New Year's resolutions don't work. They don't last. Make that small change today that will lead to a lasting impact throughout the year. Try it. M-Drive, boost and burn, lose weight, get more energy, and perform at your very best. You start the day with a home court advantage. That's the way I look at it. The daily supplement that helps you get rid of that weight and gives you the energy you need to take on the day. Don't let age beat you. Visit m Refind your prime with M-Drive. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Winter Olympics. Don't miss every medal, every moment of the Winter Olympics starting February 3rd on NBC and Peacock. Carson Palmer's appearance brought to you by the CBD trusted by professional athletes. Level Select CBD provides targeted relief, helps treat everyday discomfort when you need it the most. Go to levelselectcbd.com. Make sure you use the promo code DP30. $30 off your entire order today. $30 off levelselectcbd.com. Promo code DP30 not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. Before we get to Carson Palmer, the former Cincinnati Bengal can listen to this call How the Bengals beat the Titans.
1: Clark Harris will snap it back to Kevin Huber for the win. The snap, the put down, the swing of the right leg. It's on its way. It
0: is good! Coffin nails! Bam, bam, bam. That is unbelievable. 54 and 52 at the gun. That is unrealism right there. Unrealism. Let's bring in Carson Palmer, the former NFL quarterback, you must have tears in your eyes watching the Bengals go to the AFC title game.
1: Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it for the city. I loved it uh, for that young team and, and Joe Burrow especially.
0: You know, when you have that, you're turning everything over to your kicker. Like, what's that feeling like that you've done everything you're supposed to do as the quarterback And then the kicker is going to decide like how helpless is that?
1: It's scary. And, and, you know, it's, it seems so simple, but you go stand out there on that field and the wind is swirling and you look up at how narrow those uprights are and think about how fast those guys have to do that and how accurate they have to be. It's a, it's a job I wouldn't want.
0: I know you've talked about Joe Burrow, but like, these young quarterbacks just don't seem that young anymore when they're 22, 23, 24 out there. And like, I don't know how you teach that with these younger quarterbacks. Uh, or is it something that that can be taught to be calm under pressure, under fire?
1: You you can't teach what Joe Burrow's doing right now. I mean, to, to see him get sacked nine times in a game and and the amazing thing, as, as a former quarterback, watching it is—is is I know how deflating each sack can be, and and this game, especially at this point in the season, is all about momentum. And it's such a momentum killer when you get sacked. To not freak out, to not make a bad decision, to not you know try to flip one out of bounds and avoid the sack, and it end up being a sack, fumble, or a, or a pick. I mean, he is so calm and cool under such tremendous pressure. Uh, and, and I think that's what, what is jumping out on, on the film to me, is he just looks so much older than he actually is.
0: That game last night, you got the feeling that these two are going to see a lot of each other the rest of their careers, almost like a, a brady Peyton manning type feel to it, back and forth. What did you take away from the Chiefs beating the Bills?
1: Yeah, I mean, the top dog stayed on top. Uh, at the end of the day, we keep looking for the next Patrick Mahomes and wanting to anoint Josh Allen and Burrow. But the big dog won. I mean, at, at the end of the day, the best quarterback in the league is still playing. And Josh gave him a run for his money. And that Buffalo team, uh, uh, is, there is so much excitement in the future, that young Buffalo team. But we, we did. We, you know, We saw the beginning of uh, the next great duel of those two quarterbacks.
0: Yeah, I was wondering, you know, with the kickoff, and Tony Romo said this in real time, he's like, I don't want to have a touchback. I, I I want them to run the clock a little bit, like have a squib kick, a pooch kick, something like that. What did you think of that strategy?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it's it thirteen seconds is truly amazing for them to have moved the ball that quickly, that fast with that little of time. Um, any time on the clock is too much. You you've got. I mean, looking back, they've got to squib that. You've got to take as much time off the clock and out of out of Patrick Mahomes' hands as you can.
0: And you need two 20-yard plays. Like, I don't know how you process that. When you're in the huddle and you know you're going to need 40 yards to get in field goal range There of, you know, you got three timeouts left. But it it was just – it felt like Buffalo was playing the sidelines. They had three timeouts. I didn't understand the strategy of of the Buffalo Bills defense.
1: Yeah, and and at the end of the day, you never think when you have the ball in that situation – that the defense is going to be bad enough to give up 20, two 20-yard 20 plays. You, you're like, this is the NFL. These these guys will not actually do this. And then sure enough, boom, boom, two plays in a row, and they completely change the field position. And sometimes you give – I know it was a problem for me, and, and there's something Pete Carroll worked with me on all, all the time, is, is giving the defense too much respect. These are the best of the best. These are the NFL guys at the end of the day. They make mistakes. They blow coverages, and they did it right there.
0: Well, you saw that in the – Buccaneers game against the Rams. Like, how do you, how do you forget where Cooper Cup is a couple of times?
1: Yeah, I mean that that covers zero blitz in that situation and, and not getting home. And given that you know he had Stafford had just enough time before and uh, Dominic Su got a piece of him, and letting the best player on the field run down the middle of the field wide open at the end of the game for the winner is just something. You know, that's just a, a backbreaker.
0: It felt like there was a little finality to it with Brady. I know it's right after the fact when you lose and you go to the press conference. Normally, he, he says, I'm coming back. He said, I need to take some time here. The same thing with Aaron Rodgers. Feels like Rodgers is going to play again. The question is, he, is he going to play with Green Bay? Which do you think is more likely to happen? Brady is done or Aaron Rodgers is done in Green Bay?
1: I think Brady is 100% coming back, and I think Aaron Rodgers is also coming back, but not to the Green Bay Packers. I, I think it was a win it, uh, and, and if they had won it and, and the organization could prove that they were a, a Super Bowl-caliber organization, then, then you know he finishes his career there and hopefully wins a couple more. Now I think all bets are off. I, I think Aaron will be switching teams.
0: What team makes the most sense?
1: From his standpoint, Denver. I mean, that, that roster is ready. That, that's a that's a really good defensive front. Um, it's really good on the back end. They've been under Vic Fangio for a long time. It's a smart defense team. It's been around a really veteran play caller. Uh, and offensively, they they got some they got some weapons outside, kind of Devonte style weapons and and um, and some size. And and I think that's probably the best team. It's going to the toughest division, but that's probably the best team that's 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 you know Super Bowl ready.
0: Yeah, I'm there with you. I, I think that they're a, kind of a sneaky giant ready to emerge there. I know it's in the in the AFC West, but I, I think Denver's got a ton of talent there, and they can give up draft picks to get Aaron Rodgers. Uh, why do you say Brady, 100% sure he's coming back?
1: I just think the year he had. I mean, the, the numbers he put up, the level he played at. If he wins in, another MVP and didn't go to the Super Bowl – I mean, that's just enough. Another chip on his shoulder. I think 100% we'll see Brady back next year in a buff uniform.
0: What about the Titans with Ryan Tannehill? I know he's at a good price for a starting quarterback, but is he holding them back?
1: Well, you, you saw his, his um, you know, at the end of the day, that that's what cost them the game is his play, unfortunately. Um but the ulterior is not any better for them. They're, they're not going to find somebody drafting at 26 or 27, whatever it is they're going to be picking at. Um, you know, Ryan is, has gotten them a first-round bye at the end of the day. He's gotten them to that level. They need to make the next steps and maybe improve around him. But he is 100% the best quarterback uh, that they're going to find at this point and, and that the next point of going
0: into the next season. Would you rather have Carson Wentz or Ryan Tannehill? Ryan Tannehill, 100%. How about Jimmy Garoppolo?
1: Jimmy just Jimmy's got nine <laughs> lives. I mean, it's amazing. How, he, how do you explain that,
0: Carson? He's a, he's a game away from going back to a Super Bowl. He had 106 yards.
1: Broken thumb, sprained shoulder, he just <laughs> finds a way. It's amazing. He's on his ninth life for sure. I know, but
0: um why now trying to beat somebody 3 times in a season? You know, the Niners trying to beat the Rams And look, the Rams looked unbelievable, and then they looked so vulnerable all in the same game. I just have – I have no idea what to expect. I'm not surprised they won the game against Tampa, but I I still can be surprised when I watch them be so good and so bad in the same game.
1: They're they're in an interesting spot. The, The L.A. Rams did not want to draw the San Francisco 49ers in the playoffs. They do not match up well. They've got their number. They're in their heads. They know it. They beat them at their own stadium before. It's just, it it is the one team they did not want to play. It is the one team that the Rams do not match up well with.
0: What is it that San Francisco does that gives the Rams so much trouble?
1: Well, they can get after you with four. They don't have to bring a ton of different pressures, but they do do a really good job of pressuring. Um, I mean, some of the, the personnel wise, I mean, they, you can put Bosa on both sides so he doesn't get stuck um, on the left tackle at all the time. They can bring him on the inside. He's great at stunts. It's just a bad match and a bad draw for them.
0: Good to talk to you, as always. Thanks. Enjoy the games coming up next weekend. we Will do. Thanks, Dan. That's Carson Palmer, former NFL quarterback, Heisman Trophy winner, brought to you by Level Select CBD. The uh, next level relief. Visit levelselectcbd.com. Uh, make sure you sign up for the newsletter, by the way, and you will be the first to find out what route Seaton is taking when he leaves this Saturday to go cross-country. You've got to get from uh, point A to point B in seven days, him and the French kid. Uh, sign up for the newsletter. Go to danpatrick.com. Enter your email address in the box that slides out bottom right corner of the screen. You are good to go couple more phone calls, best and worst of the weekend. Sean in Oregon joins us. Hi, Sean. What's on your mind? Good
1: morning, Dan. Best and worst of the weekend. I'd have to say the Green Bay Packers and MVP candidate Aaron Rodgers with home
3: field advantage putting up only 10 points, that's the worst. Okay. And
1: on the best side, I got to go on the other side of the ball, on the other side of the grid there and say the special teams of the 49ers scoring all
3: points to win a playoff game in those conditions in that game. Nope. All these other games kind of went like America expected. That game didn't go like America expected.
0: Well, I wasn't I surprised. I, I, I liked the five and a half there. Thank you for the phone call there. I, I was not surprised that the Niners won it. I even said, I don't know why I won't be surprised, but you just have a feeling sometimes. I thought the Titans would beat the Bengals. I thought it would be close, but I thought that they would uh, cover the spread. Uh, the Rams I liked against Tampa Bay, and I liked Kansas City. That's the team I've got going to the Super Bowl. Had them going against the Packers. You know, you look at these quarterbacks. Mahomes is 26. Josh Allen's 25. Burroughs, 25. Lamar Jackson, 25. Justin Herbert, 23. I'm going to throw Trevor Lawrence in there. He's 22. We thought, you know, with Brady and Rodgers and Drew Brees and Philip Rivers and Eli Mann, it's like, oh, you know, those guys are going to retire. What are we going to do in the NFL? The NFL is in good hands. There are more quality quarterbacks, at least coming out of college or preparing for the NFL in college, than we've ever seen before. Everybody's running these pro style offenses, these quarterbacks are calling their own plays. They're audible, uh, they're at the at the line of scrimmage. I mean, all of this stuff is pro-ready. Now, that doesn't mean they can all play, but it does mean those who are being prepared for the NFL are prepared to play when they get in the NFL. It used to be you had, I mean, Carson Palmer waited a year. He was the number one overall pick. Now, you're the number one overall pick. You're starting right away. And you're not waiting. It's rare when you wait. Yeah, Paul.
3: You're talking about future quarterbacks. You know, Arch Manning, the high school kid, Cooper Manning's son. Nick Saban and Kirby Smart went to see him play this weekend. High school basketball. They went to his basketball game. That's how hard they're recruiting him. Yeah.
0: I think he only averages two points and two rebounds a game. I don't know how much they actually got to see Arch. (laughs) Check his stats. But I, I think he averages two-and-a-half points and uh, two-and-a-half rebounds.
3: You should see that I got some video. The crowd goes berserk when Nick Saban walks in the gym. <laughs> I, I, they're not even watching the game anymore. but They're watching Saban. <laughs> hey, you can't miss on this one.
0: Uh, Rob in Cincinnati. Hi, Rob. What's on your mind? Hey, boys. Thanks for the call. Best uh, of
1: the weekend. Look, I'm a huge NFL fan. We can go on about that. I could mention Curry's buzzer beater in Ganu retaining the title on one leg, basically. But... I want to give Nadal a little credit when him and the other big three are on still, even at this age, it's, it's next level stuff to watch. And worst of the weekend for me is a pretty easy one. Uh, Joe Burrow needs to take back those watches that he gave the offensive linemen. I think they just <laughs> gave Webster the new example
0: for the uh, word embarrassing because that was a, uh, that was a little sad, but thanks for the call guys. All right. Well, thank you, Rob. Yeah. He got sacked nine times. That's never happened in the playoffs for a quarterback on a winning team. Nine times. Was it Brock Heward? Yeah, he's. A, I think he
3: got 10 times in 1999.
0: But that wasn't a playoff game, I don't think. No, all regular season games just happened. He got sacked nine times. That'd be funny if if uh, Burrow went into the locker room today and goes, uh, guys, let me have the Rolexes back. You got to earn these suckers <laughs> <Yeah>. back.
3: <laughs> ah, Timex, not Rolex. A yeah.
0: little difference. Yeah, keep on ticking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Tom in New York. Hi, Tom. What's on your mind? More. Good morning, gents. Hi, bud. Uh, five five nine one seventy-five. Yeah. I'm a transplanted Western New York, 35 plus years. So you know where my heart and head at is, is at this morning? Yeah. Uh, best and worst worst obviously is the number one defense's epic collapse with 13 seconds left in, Regulation and best, I think, that Danette's already mentioned, uh, De- uh, Gabriel Davis's uh, day and Josh Allen scrambling for that two point conversion to Stefan Diggs. Thanks. See ya. All right, Tom. Good luck. We'll talk to you next year. You know, we love the Bills story. We've, we've, we've seen the Chiefs, we've heard that story before. You know, I love that the Rams are in there. Possibly playing, you know, they're going to play. No team has ever played the conference title game in the Super Bowl in their stadium. That's a possibility, obviously, there for the Rams. I, do, I think the Niners are going to be hard-pressed to beat the Rams three consecutive times. And it's incumbent upon the Rams fans to not sell your tickets to the Niner fans who are coming down again. That's where Matthew Stafford's wife was like, golly, it was like a Niner home game. yes. Yes, how about a home field advantage for a change there for the Rams? But the Rams did everything you wanted. They looked great. It looked like they could name their score. And all it takes is a turnover or a couple of turnovers, and then you start to pucker a little bit. You know, that's when you go, oh, my God. Those guys on the sidelines had to be going, oh, man, here comes Brady. Because you know it's coming. Question is, can you withstand it? And they were lucky because I think if that game goes into overtime, Tampa Bay is going to the NFC title game again. And they would be hosting the 49ers. Yeah, Paul.
3: Dan, I'm not calling out names, but in the second half of that game, there were media people who do this for a living saying, this one's over, yep. Brady's done, he's going home. Yep. In, in the middle of the third quarter, they were saying that as if they hadn't watched this guy play his I old know. career.
0: I, 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 I saw it. And I was like, that's where you say, oh, somebody has no chance. No, they always have a chance. Oh, this one's over. And I went, it's not. You just, you can't say that. Even though, I mean, Brady didn't have his full arsenal of weapons. Um, But you you do have to factor in that it's still Tom. Somehow, some way, he's going to get something going. And he did. Yes, he did. Do you think it's worse for somebody like Tom Brady to not be on the field and lose the game or be on the field and lose the game? Oh, you want to be on the field. So you think you would rather him, you think he would rather say throw an interception rather than watch the other team score the winning touchdown? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He, he wants to be, you want the ball in your hands. That you want to be able to control the outcome. He, you know, he couldn't do anything. He's watching. You know, they had the camera on him and he, he just sees Cooper Cup going down. Stafford runs down and Tom knows this is it. They're not going to screw this up like the Cowboys did and they're going to leave enough time, kick the game, winning field goal. Take a break. Last call for phone calls as we return after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
1: He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan and We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex you get your podcasts.
0: Hall of Famer Howie Long will join us on the program tomorrow, and the great Jim Nance as well. Coming up. This day in sports history, final results of the poll question, what we learned, what's in store tomorrow. I saw where an unnamed member of the Miami Dolphins defense was talking about Tua Tonga Bailoa, saying, He can't make every throw. He's only going to take us so far. I'm wasting my career here if that's what we're doing. Ooh, wow. A uh, lot of conversations about Deshaun Watson, obviously. But uh, I guess Brian Flores and Tua Tonga-Vailoa were not on the same page. Therefore, part of the reason why he was fired. Also saw uh, LeBron James in a uh, loss against the Miami Heat. He's, uh, he's having one of his best seasons, which is crazy. He went 12-22 against the Heat. Um, he ended up, he's, he's averaging 32.5 points over the last 17 games. Second most in the league in that stretch behind Joel Embiid. He's shooting 53% from the floor, but the Lakers have won seven of those 10, uh, 17 games. They've gone seven in ten. And right now, he's, he's second behind Kevin Durant in scoring. This is his 19th year. And Durant is uh, leading at 29.3. LeBron's averaging 29 a game. Fourth highest scoring average of his career. Turned 37 last month. Also, uh, his minutes, the most that he's had since he played with the Cavaliers. I mean, not that that's what you wanted to do. I don't think that that was the game plan for them this year during the postseason. Almost do load management for LeBron while he's playing. But he's been playing a lot of minutes. Yeah, Paul.
3: LeBron at age 37, 29 points per game. Kobe Bryant, his final season was 37 years old. He averaged 17 and a half.
0: Yeah. No, he's he's incredible. He really is. But, I mean, factor in everything else that he's done in the postseason. He's played a couple of seasons of postseason basketball, right? Uh, yeah, he's played about
3: over 250 reg- postseason games. Those are high minutes, high intensity, basically three extra seasons
0: of basketball. All right, this day in sports history, final results of the poll question, Todd. Was the
1: Bills-Chiefs game last night the best NFL game you've ever seen? 51% yes,
0: 49 no. Well, I'd be curious, what was the best playoff game? Now, email that in. I'd be curious about that. By the way, I think NFL Network is going to replay Chiefs-Bills Nice coming up tonight. That's an instant classic, as uh, we like to say. Just play the fourth quarter. I'm good with that. I'm fine with that. Uh, Chris in Sacramento. Hi, Chris. Best and worst of the weekend.
3: Uh, yes, sir. The best of the weekend was by far the NFL football.
1: The worst of the weekend was the Bills losing.
3: But I have an Aaron Rodgers take three. Okay. So so,
1: everybody's talking about how he owns the
3: A- the NFC Central. Well, what if he goes to the AFC South, let's say the Titans or, I don't know, the Colts, if the Colts can get rid of Carson Wentz's contract and just release him. And you can get Aaron Rodgers. Those are two teams that are willing, win it, willing to win now. And you're penciled in for at least five to six wins every every year.
0: Well, you can't. Uh, the only problem, well, there's a lot of problems with that. That uh, you, you just can't just say, hey, uh, see ya. You still got to pay their salaries. Ryan Tannehill's contract is guaranteed. Carson Wentz is guaranteed. I mean, Rodgers wants $45, 50000000 million a year, I'm going to guess. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing two years, $90 million for Aaron Rodgers. I'm guessing. So you're not going to be able to, you know, Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns would be an ideal place. Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't know if they can afford him. We always think of, well, what's best for the guy that I want to land in a certain place? We don't think about, can they afford him? Can you just say to Carson Wentz, hey, you know, we're going to pay you $50 million here. Tannehill, that contract's guaranteed as well. This day in sports history, Paulie.
3: Ironically, in 1947, NFL owners voted to allow sudden death overtime in playoff games. The rule wasn't used in a game until 1958. Here's one that's interesting. 1955, the MLB Rules Committee announced a plan to strictly enforce a rule that required a pitcher to release the ball within 20 seconds no, after taking his position on the mound. Now, I did some research on this. Pitchers got around this by not getting on the mound. They would dance around, get off the mound, grab the chalk, all that stuff. And over years and years, it just became acceptable that pitchers would step off the mound and do all their antics before they got on the mound. But there's a rule in place since 1955.
0: 1982, the Niners beat the Bengals 26-21. Joe Montana named Super Bowl MVP. That's why the, uh, the Bengal fans looking for maybe a little retribution. They lost both their Super Bowls to Joe Montana. Um, Mike in Nebraska. Hey, Mike, what's on your mind? Hey, DP. First time, long time. Hey, bud.
3: Hey, uh, shout out to my buddy Todd for uh, getting me to listen to this show years ago. And it took uh, Seton taking a road trip to get me to call. But uh, he mentioned uh, wanting to maybe visit little Iowa, Nebraska. Well, you couldn't get much more Nebraska than the little town I live in. Uh, He can go 80 or 70 all the way through,
0: drop down, What's the name of the town? It's called Alma, Nebraska. All right. Well, about thirteen hundred people.
3: Maybe two of us listen to the show, <laughs> and uh, he shows up here. I'll get him some uh, well, some good pasta. Maybe I'll get my buddy to prep some uh, walleye for us.
0: Mike, Thirst you're not a you're, smoker. Mike, you're not you're not painting a really rosy picture there. Stop into Alma, Nebraska. You could
3: hit the dairy barn on US uh, 183. That place is uh, slinging burgers. Yeah, it'd
0: be great. Little known fact that's the uh, Little Italy of (laughs) the Midwest is Alma, Nebraska. People come from all over the world for that pasta there. It's a very generous offer. Yeah. Uh, Well, you're getting a lot of offers there. A lot of food offers. Yep. A lot of uh, dispensary offers as well. (laughs) Somebody's going to name a kush after you? The, the distilleries, the dispensaries, <laughs> the breweries, they're all in play. Yep.
3: Yeah, boy. Is he going to be traveling or trafficking when he goes across the country? <laughs> I, th- I hope
0: traveling. Traveling, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, My bad. Across state lines. Todd, what'd you learn today? Seton
3: and the French Kid may do some glamping on their cross-country trip to L.A. Some glamorous camping.
0: Seton O'Connor,
3: what'd you learn? The Bengals are fun. Paulie, Ritzy said he just learned the word glamping today. Never heard
1: of that before.
0: What we learned brought to you by the Compact GLA. It proves it's not the size of the SUV in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the SUV. Learn more about the nimble and ready for anything Mercedes-Benz vehicle at mbusa.com. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Thanks for the phone calls, emails, tweets. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Howie Long and Jim Nance set to join us. We'll talk to you then. One more item. We close out the show. Simply safe home security. Simply Safe is giving you, DP Show listeners, access to all their New Year's holiday deals, 20% off their award-winning home security, and your first month is free when you sign up for the Interactive Monitoring Service. Now, Simply Safe, we love it. There's so many great things. There's no pushy salespeople, no long-term contracts, no hidden fees. They're with you every step of the way. Everything you need to make your home safe. Indoor, outdoor cameras, comprehensive sensors, all monitored by around the clock trained professionals who send help the instant you need it. Name. Best home security system of 2021 by U.S. News and World Report. Customize your system. You can do it online in minutes, even get free custom recommendations. Take 20% off your Simply Safe system, and your first month is free when you sign up for the interactive monitoring service. Visit simplysafedan.com. Once again, simplysafedan.com, and because you listen to the show, you're going to get 20% off your entire system.